Oh, babe. Oh, yeah. What is going on? Oh, my God. You guys hearing this stuff? What the hell am I looking at? I here? thought, you know what? I signed up for this podcast uh, expecting it to be a piece of trash, low rent, low tech shit fest. And now we have a beautiful theme song. Now we have a beautiful, a beautiful theme song, theme song composed by Mikey Brown. Brown. It makes us sound like a, almost a legitimate professional operation. Almost, almost, I, almost. I'm deeply offended. I do declare. I do I declare. Do declare that to be the best you podcast do theme song. <laughs> I think so. I think it's 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 equal parts. Unsettling and settling. Uh, yeah. the nostalgia I, and I of need the, to be settled. Yeah. <laughs> I need something to settle. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, yeah, I get overstimulated. That's I Pepto-Bismol need... for your brain, baby. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's unsettling in that it sounds like there are sirens going off, but it's settling in that it's got the Simpsons recognizable melody slightly changed as to not piss like off Dan Deacon. It's yeah. like you're just looking yeah. for one thing you yeah, can recognize. You got it, buddy. You my, got it. My favorite genre of music is haunted carnival. <laughs> so that's right, that's right up my alley. Yeah, my favorite genre is just like a, is a an off-pitch bell in the corner of a subway didn't tunnel. didn't see Andy for a couple of years and then found out that he moved somewhere and started a haunted carnival, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I would Like, either. oh, Andy's in charge of an abandoned carnival yeah, somewhere. It's nuts. He's a groundsman <laughs> in an abandoned in carnival. I don't know. We haven't know. seen a groundsman out here for 30 <laughs> years until that Andrew feller took it it's over. It's boarded up. It's locked up. There's nothing happening in it. Somehow he makes uh, $600,000 a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't see you becoming rich off of it. Uh-uh. No. No, that's just me. See, I'm a business guy. It's a billionaire yeah. so mindset, baby. So when, mindset. when I look at something like a burned down haunted carnival, what I'm seeing, what you might be seeing, is We're garbage. Down, yeah, trash heap. Uh, like a like a safety hazard, uh, something that like local kids are gonna like break into at night and get hurt at. Right, right. What I'm seeing is dollar signs, baby. And oh those yeah, are from Andy's the- a big business rich guy. Now your car broke down because there was pizza in the engine this week, right? <laughs> 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 what did the mechanic love, tell you is wrong? I love car? that that's not, like of all of the things that aren't bits, that's like the real thing on the know, show is that, that Andy's car broke because of pizza engine. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I drove all over on Friday and then Saturday I woke up, uh, 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 my wife and I were, were going somewhere and my car wouldn't go over 10 miles an hour <laughs> so I, I don't know what happened bring it in today i find out he's he, my, the mechanic called me today he's like all right it's an easy fix the cable got gnawed through and i was like what <laughs> and he's like i found a big piece of pizza in the, <laughs> in the engine in the, in, the, in the oven in the engine and he said that, and I automatically assumed that he was accusing me of keeping food in my engine. Which so I mean, I honestly, like, well, honestly, 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 I'm not. But like, I immediately went on defensive. I was like, "Oh, I, you know, I, like I bought this car from my mom a couple months ago, so maybe <laughs> you she pinned was... it on your mom, you piece of shit." <laughs> he's like, and he's like, no, 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 don't worry about it, don't worry about it. I see this kind of thing all the time. He said, "I've seen a lot weirder shit in engines." <laughs> A squirrel or something like started a nest in my engine, and he brought up old food in there to eat. And he missed the pizza. He got my uh, my accelerator cable. 
Wow. That's, yeah. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, it's like that. There was a Seinfeld <laughs> where where Kramer was storing food in Jerry's <laughs> engine. Can you imagine immediately being like, "It was my mom." <laughs> it was my mom. <laughs> She's the one that put Julie the pizza. Reed. Take her name immediately down. Immediately throw her. You under want an address? <laughs> Can you imagine throwing your mom under the bus because the mechanic thinks you put pizza I would in never. your oven? There's 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 dozens <laughs> of places better to keep pizza. <laughs> I would never keep pizza in the, in the engine. What do you think would be I a good engine uh, food? I refer to my engine as the front trunk. The it's front just another trunk, trunk where you can put stuff. My uncle had the poop of the car. My yeah, uncle had a VW uh, Bug when he was right. in high school, and the engine in that used to be in the back. Yeah. So he cut. He, as like a seventeen-year-old, he cut the out like the inside of his uh, glove box out. So he could tr- drink wine in his car. <laughs> he got pulled over. He would just throw it in the trunk from inside. That's what a psychotic great. move. <laughs> Imagine loving boozing so hard that you can't go 10 minutes. <laughs> that rocks. That's incredible. You know, I think that a baked potato might be a good oven food. I really do. Like a foil wrapped potato that you maybe like. You should like you start a very. Really you should start a very niche. Hear me out. YouTube puts, cooking you, you show can, where you cook shit on your running car. Hear me out, dude. You ever you ever you ever foil wrap a potato and put it in a fire, a bonfire? Yeah. And then it's cooked, and then you cut it up, and you put a little I don't know, like cheese or bacon, or I don't know what the fuck you put something on it. Be great, right? I don't know what the fuck you sick fucks put <laughs> on your potatoes. I don't know what you put on your potatoes that you put the on your car. What are you putting on your potatoes? <laughs> I don't pretend to give a shit what you put on your potatoes, guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's I don't a good. Come to where you work and tell you what to put on your potatoes. <laughs> I don't come to your work and slap the chives out of your mouth. <laughs> chives is a good potato topic. Chives, by the way. great potato topic. Yeah, I was hanging out with this band uh, that was someone, Ooh, uh, someone cool was dating bag. somebody, and they were from Paris, and they were in New York. It was Daft Punk. Wasn't it? it was Daft Punk. Um, and we got. I was like. I was talking to them about some spot after the show, and they were like, all right, let's go. So I got in the van. They were renting, like, um, one of those pass vans, and they all just were, like, pulling out drinks and, like, wine and pouring. And we're, like, driving, and I was like, you know you guys aren't allowed to drink in the car. And they were like, what? <laughs> what? Excuse me? They were like, what do you mean? Excuse like, me? the driver's not drinking. I'm like, no, you're not allowed to just drink in a car. And they were blown away. They had never heard that yeah. before. <laughs> and they it, were like, in France, you can just drink if you're not driving. It's refreshing to hear uh, uh, hear the reverse. There, there's so many instances I've seen recently of foreigners being completely blown away by some ridiculous <laughs> shit that Americans do. Like, they have to pay how much to get... How much you have to pay Wait, not how much die does it cost to have a baby? That's like, what do you mean they charge you to have a baby? <laughs> uh, it's good to hear the opposite. Like, okay, the, it, we're in the right on this yeah, one. Like, you should not be drinking. You should not be making mixed drinks in the back of their sedan. I was like drinking a glass wine glass of wine. Like I was holding a stem wine glass, drinking wine in the car in New York. And I was like, you're not allowed to do this. You're telling me you can't drink in a moving vehicle <laughs> in the freest country in the world. <laughs> I I just, and I remember like starting to drink and just being like, I guess these guys just like to party. Hell yeah, dude. I don't, I they were like, what? I, um, I don't know if it's true. Maybe it's an urban legend, but I've always heard that in Montana, 
you're allowed to have one beer in the in a car. <laughs> if you like get pulled over and there's one open beer, it's cool. that's okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. It should be. It is true that they drive crazy over there. The speed limit in like Wyoming is 95 miles an hour. They don't give a shit. Over there. There's shit. like nobody there. I remember Ireland. I touched a prairie about... dog once there. Really? Yeah. What part of its body did you touch? <laughs> the head, but then he let me move <laughs> slowly down. <laughs> he got to second, second and third base in yeah. the prairie dog. I remember hearing Ireland was like, we're going to raise or we're going to raise the blood alcohol level for DUIs because everyone in Ireland's depressed. <laughs> They're like in certain rural parts we're going to make it okay to drink and drive a little. Cuz <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> They're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it. Jeez. Jeez. 4. GG's. GG's. It's 4 now. The blood alcohol level. <laughs> it's 400%. Just 4. Traditionally it's 0.08. Now it's 4. It's 4. <laughs> Not only do you have 100%, but you have four times the yeah, amount. Yeah, does that cuz that's the percentage of alcohol in your blood. Uh-huh. Right. So that means uh-huh. you have 400% uh-huh. alcohol. No, 4. I think 4 is straight. Like I think it's I think 0.08% is the percentage, right? It's not 0.08, so it's 8%. Right, it's point zero eight percent. Point percent. So it's already percented. There was a so if okay, you, so you would be, be at single digit four yes. percent. I'm not going to say the name because who, whatever. There was a Michigan football player one time that got a DUI, and he he blew a point two three. That's like, uh, that's, that's pretty like, incredible. Like lethal level. Someone I know got popped with a point uh, two one that's two so years crazy. ago, and they got like non-reporting probation for a couple months. And I was like, that is. Yeah. Only uh, there's only a certain type of person who can get away with that. Yeah, and white it is a pretty girl <laughs> who's white. Jeez, yeah. uh, what? Geez, I don't chat. know what. What do you mean I'm drunk? <laughs> yeah, that's rough. It's rough. Um, so pizza in the oven, pizza in the engine. Pizza. Long story <laughs> short, well, I had the reverse where my microwave was all fucked up. Yeah, and I took it in, and they were like, "Buddy, you got a car? In you got a, you got a freaking carburetor in you here, got man? A carburetor? And it was sparking yeah. it all fucked up. You were having coolant issues. Yeah, and you thought if you, <laughs> you opened the door, there's a right. there's a mouse riding a little freaking motorcycle inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's name is Stuart, and he's a piece of shit. That guy broke up my marriage. Uh, excuse Stuart. me. Stuart Little. Broke you think that he was little because of nature or nurture? Do you it think was... they nurtured him into being small? <laughs> I don't know. His name's Little. If they you have, belittle... What's the plot of that movie? Did they adopt him? They adopted they didn't him. They birth to him. <laughs> Stuart <laughs> Little... They, the plot of Stuart Little is they adopt him... Stuart Little's they, a mouse, right? Not yeah. a person. They He's adopt him and treat him like a member of the family. Got it. And it's then not that he, Hugh Laurie's semen could produce a mouse. Uh-uh. No, that, but attitude. he... Has an affair with the wife of the, <laughs> the mouse? Yeah. Buddy. And he breaks up the family. Okay. I want to say that's not the plot. I'm pretty sure it is. The cat in Stuart Little, voiced by Nathan Lane. Wow. Which is a reverse from his role in Mouse Hunt. Yeah. Well, no, it's the same. He Nathan hates the Lane, mouse. like the Broadway guy? Yeah. Nathan Lane, like the street. It is. <laughs> what was that? Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane would be a good street. Nathan Avenue. That's what he was Nathan Boulevard. Nathan. <laughs> It's always funny to like. I can't remember what I was watching, but there was a clip of Nathan Lane uh, uh, acting on Broadway, and and stage acting at that level is insane. <laughs> it's insane. People applaud the like. Like theater acting is unhinged. 
hinge. Absolutely. Every every wow! yeah. Every, like like dramatic stage plays. They're all they're built to do. Like 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 Fast and Furious movies are all built to 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 ramp up to this yeah. crazy action set piece. The action set piece of dramatic theater is just two two people screaming, just losing it, like throwing verbal haymakers at each other. It's like the the stage acting is so hammy. Oh man, unbelievable! I watched I watched the the theatrical version or uh, the movie version, cinematic version of Doubt. The, the, the which is universe. St- the I love that DCU. movie. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, it's just it literally is just like two hours of how can we get Meryl Streep and Philip Seymour Hoffman oh, in a room god, alone together yeah. so they can just scream until they are hoarse. God, that that play rocks. <laughs> that movie rocks. Holy cannoli! So that's the that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm into now. Shouting is uh, is. You did ask scripts. when you, we got over here. You were like, um, Darren, Devin, can you shout at me? For yeah. <laughs> scream at me louder. Yeah. <laughs> I need research. you to scream at me for my research. I'm doing research. Uh, um, it's not sexual. Just like, put that out there right now. I don't want people to scream at me because I'm getting some sick thrill out of it. I'm, if you see me on the street, I want you to scream in my face so I can do research for the play that I'm writing. That makes sense. Thank you. Makes sense in my book. Thank you. <laughs> well, we I did it. I love saying. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We did it. When I run into someone, I'm doing research non-sexual. <laughs> I, A lot of people think I'm doing sexual research. I, I just like, yeah, I just like That's to, great. to cool it down. I just want everybody to know where I'm coming from. You think you exude such sexuality that you have to announce that all your research is non-sexual. Yeah. You're correct. I'm doing a non-sexual project. Yeah. I, th- I find We're working people, on some stuff right now, not like a sex thing. I, I personally have found in my personal life, when I approach somebody with uh, uh, with something like this, it's always helpful to make sure they understand that it is not sexual. You know, I'm looking for somebody to scream at me, not, not a sexual. sexual. <laughs> I'm looking for. I got you know, a foot thing going on. Not, not sexual. <laughs> I uh, I'm looking for male companionship. Not sexual. I got some weird food in the engine. <laughs> not, not sexual. Got, yeah, not sexual. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm. My wires just got gnawed through. I'm, not sexual. I, I'm looking to get into disc golf. Not, not sexual. It's nothing sexual. Uh, <laughs> and I find that people really respond to that. Like, okay, then they let their guard down. I'm really into beekeeping. And then not sexual. And then I can slowly make it sexual. <laughs> 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 yeah, Andy's strategy disarmed them by <laughs> saying it's not sexual, and then but er, but, but the whole time knowing <laughs> it's sexual, it, there's the, always the, the possibility. Horny. I've I've broached the subject, so it hangs over in the <laughs> air that this whole thing might turn sexual at any point. <laughs> So clip that chat. If <laughs> 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 you could just uh, exclamation point clip that in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, chat. <laughs> oh, Darren's wearing a Remno shirt. I am Shout wearing out a Remno's, Remno shirt. Absolutely one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Uh, check out their song Greenland on Spotify. Mm. They rock. Remno's they rocks. Rock. Remno's rocks. Remno's and rocks. I love a good pocket tea. Love a good pocket tea. Love a good tea. pocket tea. Uh, Did they invent pocket teas for cigarettes? I think that... Hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared Samara. 
hard boiled eggs. Yeah, everybody knows the pocket tea was was. Well, they were invented for just regular eggs, but that didn't work really well. <laughs> yeah. So they developed for hard. Would you make Andy empty pockets before he gets oh, goes anywhere? If somebody pushes you and you've got a regular egg in your pocket. It's gonna get messy. This is this goes back to your little rascal shit, where yeah. like every kid has like a snake and a toad yeah. and some golf balls. And what kid doesn't have a snake and a toad and some golf balls? See, the problem though is when you've got several reptiles and then you're carrying what you assume is golf balls. It almost always turns out to be turtle eggs. No, because a handful of reptiles, you got an ecosystem yeah, going on. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like you're carrying a terrarium. Of a small child just being an ecosystem <laughs> unto himself. Just He's got animals in every pocket. And he's a up fully, north, you just had a frog on you for a long time. For so long. This dude hung out on me for like a half hour. What an incredible frog. An incredible frog. A perfect frog. Uh, he was I've seen better frogs. It's a good frog, though. He's a good he was, frog. Oh, he was okay. He was I've seen better. He was fine. I don't want to blow smoke up his ass. No, he's He's not. I mean, he's he not my d- top ten frogs. No. I mean, he wasn't that good of a frog. No. He's. I mean, he I caught one of the I, worst frogs I've ever seen. He was I caught that frog first scrap. He was yeah, not a good a frog. Pathetic frog. Pathetic. Yeah. Not good at escape. Frog. Granted, I'm okay at catching little yeah, squirmy little animals. Catch, we catch, did take a. Frogs. We did take a shrimp on a vacation though. All yeah, we pulled too. some little crustacean out of the river, and we took him over to a tree and just let him hang out. Hang out. He hung out. He hung out. We looked at him for a long time. He hung out in an area that he'll never see ever again, and now he's got a story for his family. That shrimp's never getting back up that tree. Yeah, no. if a if a giant creature picked you out of your home and took you on a little vacation and then brought you home, you would never stop talking about no. that. <laughs> you, that would that's be, what all UFO <laughs> abductions are. That would be the story. That's why all of them are psychotic. <laughs> yeah, every every conversation is like I got picked up into the sky. <laughs> Do you understand? I was they picked me up and put me on a tree. <laughs> What do you want from me? Shut no. up, shrimp. No, Shut I'm not up. Gonna, no, I'm not going to talk about last week's Law and Order. <laughs> they put that shrimp in, sh- in the sky. <laughs> they put that shrimp in Shrimp River Jail yeah. after he got back because he wouldn't shut up about it. They're like, no, that's no, impossible. I don't, a, I don't give a shit about Jim and Pam's <laughs> wedding on The Office. I was waiting in the sky. I was experimented they on. Lived there. I lived in the sky. <laughs> we found a snapping turtle. Yeah, uh, every every UFO guy is Randy Quaid from. Dude, I was just State. like literally. Yeah, that's who I was I, thinking of too that whole time. Absolutely. It's funny that that it was a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, he became he, that guy. He's that real man now. That makes what do like he, he really up. do? He was he was he like can't he was he, he was expelled the from, for some reason. No, he he is not welcome back in the United States. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, so where is he at, Canada? He's in Canada, okay. and he lives in a trailer in the middle of nowhere, and he posts, like, the most psychotic He said he videos. was, like, probed by, like, people in Hollywood. Yeah, that guy gets it. Him. That guy gets it. Uh, Did he, is he Q? <laughs> he must be Q. Wait, is he Ran- Q? Randy was, Quaid is Q. That's what we're going with. Yeah, Randy Q. Randy Q. It's right there in the name. <laughs> He was in September 2010. Quaid and his wife were charged with burglary after they spent five days occupying the guest house in a vacant home in Santa Barbara that they used to own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He went. He sought asylum in Canada under the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act, saying that they feared for their lives in the U.S. And now he's not welcome back here. I believe not. Or he can't come back because he'll get arrested right away. Oh wait, he so he tried to stay in Canada, but they wouldn't let him. And then he was supposed to be deported. And then they drove into Vermont, where they were detained by customs. Oh. Then they were detained pending an extradition procedure. Then they took him to California. 
And then they sent him back to Vermont. <laughs> what a crazy journey. What a crazy man. So where's he at now? The White House. It looks like he's hiding <laughs> he's in, in the White House. He's in the White House. <laughs> he's in a White House. <laughs> he's Randy Q. <laughs> he's Randy Q and none. <laughs> Unbelievable. What a man. He just does whatever he wants. Huh? Yeah. I still don't know where he's at. But yeah, I like... No one does. Uh, no one will ever know. You would never stop talking about that if that really happened to you. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. You My would vacations say... used to be like, oh, I'm going to go to New York and hang out. Or like, I'm going to go to uh, Los Angeles and like go to a nice restaurant. And now I'm like, I'm going to go to the river and touch all the bugs. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go find a turtle and I'm going to take him on a ba- vacation. Yeah. yeah. I've, uh, on, on a vacation one time, I uh, uh, we went to New Orleans and... We left the city and realized that we were on empty after the vacation. And once you get out of New Orleans, there's like nothing. You're in just in the swamp. Yeah. And we were really scared that we were going to run out of gas because there was nothing. So we got off uh, in this little dump ass town in in the swamp. <laughs> like like the convenience store had uh, a, a freezer in it with just like whole un, uncleaned. Just, just whole raccoons, like fur on it and everything, frozen. Hell yeah! <laughs> like to buy, to go home and clean yourself and eat. How uh, much does raccoon go for? You so like? you put it in the engine. <laughs> so you put it in the engine. No, so they didn't have a gas station in this town. Uh, they were like, they're like, you know, it's like about an hour out of town or whatever. If you need gas, like you really, like you're kind of screwed. So they had us drive up on to a boat dock, and we filled up my grandma's minivan with boat gas because <laughs> that was the only thing that we could Damn. do. Yeah, dude, I, this that kind of happened boat to me gas. earlier this summer. Uh, like, actually, uh, not in a sexual way, uh, <laughs> but I yeah, because we're so spoiled here that we're used to a gas station every single exit, every right. mile. But I, yeah, I was driving Michigan specifically. Yeah, I was driving the up. rest of the country. They don't know. They don't know how good we have. They it don't even have gasoline in some. So you know places. what? I, I've heard Idaho. They just don't even have gas. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. And to. if you guys, if that's not true, write it and tell write us. Write it and tell us, Darren at Planet.com. <laughs> <laughs> Give them my email. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Exactly what I want. They have coal burning cars in, in Idaho. <laughs> cars that burn coal. Yeah, and they're all dumb as hell. There. If you disagree, <laughs> message Darren at yeah, Planet. Need, Planet that's why they have. That's why like people in in like Idaho have so many kids because they need to stand in back of the pickup truck and shovel coal into the engine <laughs> as they're driving. And if you think that's fucked up, message Darren at Gmail. Darren at Planet. Either they have a coal, coal burning truck like that, or they just, or they just Idaho in Idaho yeah. here. Here's <laughs> Here's an Idaho Idaho coal burning truck as a bunch of kids in the back shoveling coal coal. while there's potatoes lining the fucking (laughs) engines. Yeah, yeah, they're all cooking potatoes. And if you disagree, dare to plant it at email. Do it, cowards! (laughs) You cowards! They're either doing that or they're driving one of those weird uh, little train thing tracks. It's just like a like a one lever that you push up and down. Do you, do you drive at a time? Yeah, minecart. <laughs> I know everyone gets around on minecarts yeah. and they're dumb as hell. And if you disagree, dare it planetant.com. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we get sued by Greater yeah. Idaho. I, I heard they don't even have books yet. <laughs> <laughs> like What's the biggest city in Idaho? Actually, Boise. 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 How yeah. big is Boise? Boise is great. Uh, Boise is like the like Grand Rapids. So it's like an exception that proves a rule, or what? Grand um, Rapids can't. I've been to saying? Boise. Is it? Is it's it, a beautiful town. Is it really? Uh, there's there's a large and thriving. It's girlsy. 
uh, large and thriving Basque community there. We had, uh, uh, we we went to Basque Town. I don't know what that is. That's there's a there's a tiny, uh, a tiny, sovereign, uh, county in Spain called Basque. I and never they, know if anything you're. This I, is real. Anything you're saying is real. This is real. They they uh, and they speak uh they speak a different language than the rest of Spain, and it's like it's just it's like a hundred thousand people or something, and it's its own weird little thing. Uh, and they have uh, like all their own customs and cultures. It's it's cool. And they, there's a bunch of them in in Boise. And then you ran out of gas and they had to get then, boat, yeah, boat yeah, gas. Because yeah. oh, yeah. there was nowhere to. They were like, "You want what? What? Like what comes out of your butt?" <laughs> is what they said when we asked for gas. Yeah, you do usually when you go to a, a petrol station. You'll say, "Can I get some gas?" You know, like what comes out of what your comes butt? out of your butt. <laughs> I gotta I put some of what comes out of your butt into my car. <laughs> the the only tweet of my life that I was upset that didn't go viral was lying about lying about a fart is passing gaslighting. <laughs> That's good. That's, That's funny. A, you can that use that one liner on stage. You should, you should save that I'm gonna for, for stand up. I'm gonna do I'm gonna ask Bart that when we finally open up the independent, I'm gonna ask Bart for a tight five and just say that and stand there for four and a half minutes. That would work. Just taking bows. <laughs> yeah. You should. Yeah. Bart already thinks you don't respect yeah. stand up yeah. because of your stand Because of the way I act and the things I say about it. <laughs> <laughs> because of how you feel and what is true. <laughs> and if you disagree, if you think stand up is good, cowards, you cowards, you won't do it, you cowards, you don't know how. <laughs> I'm just gonna get like just swaths yeah, of hate mail. You'll get you'll get literally <laughs> ones of hate mail. <laughs> ones. <laughs> oh man. Ooh-wee. That is very Ooh-wee. funny to me. <laughs> just yeah. uh, Darren's email under the bus. I don't know what possibly would have given Bart that impression, <laughs> except for everything I've ever said about stand up. <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky oh. this is in the tens of listeners. Oh, yeah. No, it's okay. They need to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, Independent. I'm joking. When this, this is done, great. I'm doing some more stand-up because I've been writing some bits. Yeah. And uh, I stage. think the world needs to know what I have to say. <laughs> you, put, We put out hours of content of us talking every week. You absolutely believe the world yeah, needs to Yeah, there's now officially more than 57 hours worth of us just doing this. And Incredible. there's 57 hours worth of us playing video games from last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm going to... There's, there's a, like about 1,600 hours of me playing yeah, video games. This has taken us... Internet. Think about that. It's taken us uh, over a year to do a little over... A little under 60 hours of this. You you locked out on your gaming channel in a week. I have done that in a week before, honestly. To be fair, yeah. like towards the end of a night of us playing Fortnite on stream, there is sparse dialogue going Sometimes, on. yeah. It's just yeah. like grumpy, like... Game <laughs> 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 fucking sucks. Just Fuck yeah. this game. I was so mad the other so night much. when we were playing with Matt yeah. Nas. Yeah. Like everyone else was having good games, and I was just like... Just getting destroyed five minutes in. I was like, fucking, I fucking God hate it. Fuck, God, fucking should have played fucking Skyrim by myself. Fuck, God, stupid, shit, fucking shitting. Just drunk in my shit. room on like a Monday yeah. night or whatever the hell. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're Homerphilia, podcast oh, yeah, we're, about the Simpsons. We talk about an episode of the Simpsons each week. My name's Devin Rosenai. I'm Andy. I'm Darren. And now we have a theme song, so we're yeah, real. We, do. we, we have a theme real. song, we have t-shirts, and we have loyal listeners that we're uh, officially 
we're we're just advertisements away from being uh uh you know this american life fun yeah. fact i went to t- uh, to mail out some more uh, homophilia t-shirts today but Ooh. it's columbus day or indigenous Aww. people's day so so you'll get your t-shirts when you get them you'll get a, you f- yeah cowards yeah no i will send them out uh, this keeps how happening did you guys celebrate columbus day uh, <laughs> I saw online that we are now calling it Columbo's Day, and it's <laughs> okay. about Columbo the guy. So I watched an episode of Columbo today. There you go. That makes sense. Me? Is today, a ba- today is a bank holiday, too, right? I believe it's a bank holiday because the post office wasn't open. And I what just, do banks do on the day they're not open? Do they get to have a little party I in there? I thought it was Column B Day. So I took a little from Column A, and I took a little from Column B, and I called it good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that works. That's wordplay. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was column B day also, but I've just been walking around calling everybody that I see on the street B. Like, what's that, What's going on, B? Devin <laughs> 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 walked out of the room. Devin's <laughs> offended. Yeah. He's offended by he, us. Yeah, he, he walked out. He walked straight out. He set the mic down and he stormed out on that one. I, uh, uh, in my professional life, uh, you know, I... Uh, have worked in uh, journalism and yep. in theater yep. and in restaurants. It's true. And uh, there's there's no such thing in any of those industries as respecting bank holidays or national holidays. No. So I always forget about. Like, well, I, I think really the there's no family. such thing as respecting the workers. <laughs> oh yeah. Is what it comes down to. Oh yeah. Because. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people just don't <laughs> you know, care. I think it's I think it's fun that the guy that signs my paychecks just said there's no such thing as respecting the workers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we took today off. We took today yeah, off. We took no, the we last didn't. eight months off. We took the last. Yeah, you took you got all your vacation days yeah. in in the last eight months. All right. <laughs> Damn it, Devin. Oh, what man. do you think? Since they've been here the whole time. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Uh, Good. Good. <laughs> Good. That's the stuff. Uh, so we watched uh, the 22nd episode of season three. We only got two more episodes in uh, season yeah. uh, three, you guys. Oh, we are about to hit the fucking stride of the show. We've maybe. been saying that for over a year. <laughs> huh? No, I've always held tight yeah. that four through four through eight are yeah. perfect. Four through 12 are perfect. Are, yeah. are phenomenal. Okay, so hear me out on this one. We got a couple episodes coming out, which is uh, Bart's Fen Falls in Love, which is our first Millhouse oh, episode, and then yeah. Brother, Can You Spare Two Dimes? Which, which is the return of Homer's brother. That is, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Danny DeVitz. Danny DeVitz. So here's my question for you. Yeah. Uh, this episode we just watched was April. Yeah. April, and then the next one's May. I'm noticing on the episode list that uh, Brother, Can You Spare Two Dimes is August. What? Yeah, this was August, it says. What the hell are we talking about? That's what it says. I don't know. Original air date, August 1992. What the hell is going on here? That's weird. Isn't it weird? There was was this like a a standalone kind of... I don't know. One-off? That's news to me, bud. I have no idea what that would be or why it would be that way. I guess I don't know. When did Camp Krusty air? When does season four start? It usually starts in like October. September. September. Weird. So maybe the Danny DeVito one was a uh, a special, a special or something. Maybe I don't know. Or maybe this is wrong and it was really a different day. It could, obviously could be wrong. Uh, that's the one where uh, they ruined him with the car. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He comes back and he tries to make a, a speaker that 
can uh, uh, decipher baby talk. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So the we'll auto show, that's is that a play on auto? Probably. Probably. Auto. Auto man. Auto man. So this is uh, man. Uh, uh, a dedicated, uh, what, like eight minutes at the top of this episode to a spinal tap. Uh, spinal, which is like wild that that is not the plot of the episode. Not the plot of the episode. Uh, they hit all the all, like all the famous beats from the Spinal Tap movie, like the the stage prop thing fucking up. Um, like that's a huge part of like right. They have a big bit in that movie where the, yeah. the stage props way Absolutely. too small. So they hit like, like we get they, some great Spinal Tap beats at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Wild that that is not the plot of the episode. Spinal Tap was a gigantic hit movie, and you'd think that. I mean, I don't know. All the guys are are comedy. I guys. I do like that they treat Spinal Tap like a real. Like a huge real Brock band in this. Yeah, that's very funny to me. Which rules? Yeah, I've always wanted to see. I wanted to go to the tour where Spinal Tap toured, but they opened as a Mighty Wind, so they played double sets. What? Which would have been a fucking blast. That's really fun. I didn't know that. They like did like a full costume change between the opening act and Spinal Tap, where they went from like the Folksmen to the Spinal Tap. That would have been such a good. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Are there are there other fake bands that have gone on world tours? <laughs> I mean, what what the do you monkeys what, yeah, kind of the monkeys, I, the monkeys I would say. I mean, band. and I guess like what else is a yeah? Because there are gimmick bands like fucking. Like, a, like, remember like, that? Do you count Guar as a real band or a gimmick band? Like that's I mean, real band. There's a difference between a gimmick band and a and a band that was made for a movie that and they're like, yeah, why don't we just uh, play some band? Like, right? I think the difference is traditionally like you know the movie that thing you do. Someone else wrote the music yeah. for the movie, but Spinal Tap, they wrote the, all the rotors music. wrote the music. The, the rotors, rotors. <laughs> the writers of the movie yeah. are the stars of the movie and yeah. in the band. So they wrote the music, wrote the movie, did the thing. I wonder if they like if they did that movie expecting to play concerts as Spinal Tap, or they or that was just like a happy consequence. After I'm sure they did not expect that to be yeah. a gigantic hit. That's true. It was not a uh, a huge. I don't think it was a huge budget or anything. Do you remember that MTV like movie about the fake boy band that was it starred like Chris Farley's yeah. brother? Yeah. It was called like one plus one equals us or some shit like that. <laughs> do you guys remember that? I do not kind remember of. that. Not even a little bit. Saying Chris Farley's brother makes me <laughs> <laughs> Tom Farley or whatever his name is. Now, Spinal Tap had a two million dollar budget. Yeah, that was a small movie. That's wild. Yeah, wild. Um, but yeah, that's that's funny. Like uh, that they that they just became an actual band that played actual concerts and stuff. Oh yeah, I what wonder what when they came to Detroit. I'm gonna look that up. They in uh, in this episode, <laughs> Spinal Tap is a four uh, a four date world tour. They <laughs> Bart gets the T-shirt for it. The dates on the back of the shirt are London, Paris, Munich, and Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. They always there's that's like a running gag throughout the Simpsons is that like Spring Springfield gets stuff like this that like the biggest cities in the world get and then they also just throw in Springfield. Oh man! All right, two thousand October two thousand. Oh no, wait, May two thousand nine. They came to the Fillmore and just did a full acoustic tour of them playing acoustic stuff from a mighty wind and spinal tap acoustic spot acoustic <laughs> yeah. heavy metal is funny to me that rules <laughs> that's awesome yeah I, what was i doing in 2009 I, that, that sucks 
It was called Unwigged and Unplugged, and they didn't do any costumes <laughs> either. That's incredible. Wow. Unwigged and Unplugged. I could get unplugged, but if you think I'm getting unwigged, you're I'm not, fucking crazy. This thing's not coming off my this head. This thing's not coming off. And uh, I had it sewed into part of my the skull bones, yeah. and it is very hard to get out. My fontanelle never closed. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, if you said that in all seriousness, I'd be like, "Yeah, this, <laughs> this is a structural wig <laughs> that is that is uh, keeping up the." Like, I've got the, a structural yeah, wig. It's a, it, it is. It's a, uh, yeah. It's adhering to the the structural integrity of my head. Uh, without it, I've just got this big mushy top part that uh, mushy bulbous top part of my brain. Yeah, it says the posterior fontanelle usually closes. <laughs> by age one or two months. Yeah. So <laughs> you missed a big milestone in the first month of your life. Yeah. I just have a big soft spot <laughs> on the top of my head. Um, You know, it's it's cool. It's not like I, I, I am constantly telling all of everybody I've ever lived with that they cannot do that prank where they put a bucket of water on the on the top of the door. Right. Because the, you will get fucked. Like 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 a superhero has what? one weakness, my the top but the weak my weakness is the direct top of my head because it's Well, you just went to the doctor and yeah. they said, uh, "Hey, so we did some tests and we looked at it and we found a piece of pizza in there." They found a piece of pizza in there. <laughs> in the soft spot of your head that never yeah. closed up. And they some said, squirrels chewed through some <laughs> of the wires in there. Yeah. That's why my left arm doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot through the wires that allow your left arm yeah. to work. And what they meant was the the tendons connecting my brain to the rest of me. Yeah, like your anatomy is like a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they also said that it didn't close up because my brain's too large. Not because I'm smart, but because I don't have folds. So my, brain is, smooth brain. my brain is just much larger than everybody's. But the, my surface area is drastically smaller than anybody else's. Oh yeah, exactly. That's I've like just a, got unfolding one unfolding an accordion. I've it's got very one, long. one perfectly round sphere of a brain, and it's huge. And you keep some of it in a little glass jar next to you. <laughs> you wheel around. Yeah. Darren, how do you feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> How's your fun now? My fun now. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's uh, rude to ask if you're not clarifying that it's not sexual. Non sexual. Oh, non sexual. My thumbnail's doing it's doing well. Mine closed actually after one day. Nice. Uh, so mine didn't. <laughs> it was a uh, fast track. For fast track fontanelle. Yeah, that's yeah, what one I of got. the fastest cool. closing fontanelles yeah. of the country. It's actually I, it's on my LinkedIn profile. I always that's just fontanelle. I always assumed that mine closed like normal, but then I saw Jurassic Park two and they they really highlighted that that. Dinosaur with the real big hard head. Right, this one perfectly, one perfectly thick bone. You know what I'm talking about? He had yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. He looked like he had a bowl cut, but it was just heavy bone. Chris Fortin's listening to this right now and furious because he knows all the names of the dinosaurs. Yeah, he's got one. Chris Fortin. And we don't know uh, what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. If you know the name, don't of the tell dinosaur, him to email, email me, Darren. Don't. Don't. If you know, if you know the name of the bowl cut dinosaur. <laughs> Bulkatosaurus. Mushroom cut. Mushroom, yeah, mu- little mushroom head. His toadstool. The toadstool dinosaur. <laughs> anyway, that's how I found, I found out the hard way because I, I tried to Dinosaur head- Bowser. Bowser. Bowser's the best dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> he is huge. He's a big guy. Yeah. I like I like dinosaur whose weakness is uh, um, 
being on a drawbridge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, they don't do this anymore because it's kind of fucked up. But in the olden days, they would line up a bunch of babies and just see whose Fontenelle would close first. So they would bet on it. They'd throw money at them and stuff. Yeah. And they would do like Fontenelle races. It was really <laughs> fucked up. They don't. It's like outlawed in a bunch of places right now. Yeah. But they used to do that. Like that was huge. Yeah. Just be, like because uh, there was no TV or anything right, or what music. Else you watch? You watch so, Fontenelle so they got they like the summer. They would just have like 50 babies in a mm-hmm. field oh, yeah. near the town and people would just stand there for three months watching their fun. Oh, yeah. Club. I mean, it was like it was a whole summer festival. It was a big yeah. part of the state fair back then. Yeah. Biggest pig and fastest Fontenelle closing. <laughs> Biggest pig, fastest Fontenelle closing. It gave people something to do for three months. Yeah, because what else are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, you know, most of most of life was just patiently waiting to die at that point. So if like <laughs> if there was like if somebody was like, I found a really big feather. A hundred thousand people would come see that. Absolutely. <laughs> Most of life was patiently waiting yeah. to die. Yeah. yeah. I, if if any, some guy, anything, if some guy was like, "I made an elixir that makes people burp really loud," it was a million it was game people, over. Million people Everyone, would they would do it at yeah. the world's fair. Yeah, there was a and guy. That would be the talk of the town. There was a guy that was one hundred and eighty-six pounds, and they build him as the world's fattest man. And they that was and, huge <laughs> back then. And everyone in Chicago came to watch this guy eat pizza. <laughs> He ate pizza. <laughs> yeah, they had pizza of, back then. Out of a out of a carriage engine, which was just the horse. <laughs> yeah, sometimes sometimes I will take what my year. Horse what decade like, are we in right now? What decade are we in? Twenty twenty. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> We're talking about like the eighteen fifties. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You know, just before the Civil War. Yeah. People were so... <laughs> so they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do. There was no entertainment back then. No. There was no Twitter. No. There was no... go. You know what going viral meant back then? It, was meant, it, meant, <laughs> it meant driving your cart three months down to St. Louis to, to go see uh, some guy who had uh, a foot longer than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't have Twitter back then. If you had a yeah. funny thought, you would just whisper it into the grass and then die a few months later <laughs> yeah. from a sickness we can easily prevent yeah. now. <laughs> you get an ear infection, it yeah. would kill your wife and your daughter, and then you just live out your days. That's all there was yeah. back then. All you <laughs> did was get sick. Somebody's like, I got two twins, but one's a foot taller than the other. And, and they're famous <laughs> Famous. They're famous. They would draw a shitty picture and just pass it around for years. <laughs> There's just a guy on stilts, and he calls himself the world's tallest man. And he, he was. He makes four million dollars, which in today's and that's ten trillion dollars. Ten trillion dollars in today's money. You get lousy rich wearing one pair of stilts for a it few was minutes. Incredible. Entertainment back then was so We're a country easy. founded on the best grifters the, best the 1860s grift. I had love a good grift. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, Jonathan Pembroke, uh, he, he put sugar, he put water, sugar, and cocaine in a glass, called it Coca-Cola, and he made, he made the most money and we're still doing a variation sti- of that. We're still doing it. We're still talking about it. Water, sugar, coke, yeah. water. You know he made he made Coca Cola because the government said you can you had to stop putting cocaine in wine. <laughs> <laughs> so he made, is that true? Yeah, they're like like uh um <laughs> yeah cocaine and alcohol combined. <laughs> it's insane. The synthesis of that is yeah. one of is more powerful than both alcohol and cocaine Absolutely. separately. It's much more addictive. People than just like French the other people. 
French people would drink American co- cocaine wine and talk shit about how weak it was. Because <laughs> people, like people, they like watered down the wine because they didn't want it to get two people too fucked up. <laughs> he was also uh, the guy that invented cocaine, uh, or he invented uh, invented Coca Cola. Was um, a morphine addict from the war, from world, uh, from the Civil War. So he used cocaine. He was like, he's like, I'm not addicted to this thing. I was addicted to that other thing. This thing, <laughs> this thing's great. This is, like, this is saving my life. Just speedballing <laughs> yeah, yeah, like fucking yeah. crazy. He weaned himself wild. off morphine with, with pitching polar bear with mascots cocaine. with fucking just zooted, yeah. zooted all hell. What a grift! <laughs> Creating Santa Claus. What yeah. an incredible grift. <laughs> oh, coca ethylene is the byproduct of your body breaking down cocaine and alcohol together. My goodness. And it is much more powerful than either of them on their own. Jesus. <laughs> that was just what people did back then. They had to. They had to. Now it's gone. We've eradicated that, and no one does those together anymore. No. <laughs> Nobody has ever done those together in the same thing before. <laughs> ever. 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 <laughs> I like that. I like that idea. It's so funny to me to to um, hear about stories of like there's a there was a guy who lost a bet and he had to walk from uh, New York to Washington D.C. and people like lost their minds and lined up around the streets to come see. So then he just started doing it where he would like walk from New York <laughs> to Chicago and like eight hundred thousand people greeted him in Chicago just because he was a guy that walked. walked a really far away. Like I, I can't even put myself in the head. We're headspace. still talking about Ken Bone. It's the same shit. I know, but it goes like like I would never I would never like run out of my I would never go downtown to see Ken Bone. I cannot stress that you absolutely would. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I pay good money to watch some weird guy That's just true. press play on a bunch of songs am, he didn't even. Yeah, write. I am. I am talking uh, about like viral <laughs> sensations, like crazy, and and like they booked the Yodel Kid at Coachella, <laughs> and like ninety thousand people went to go see him yodel in front of Kanye's song. They brought or fucking the Colonel to Ultra. Like, oh man, that was so depressing. A fake man who didn't even invent any good chicken. <laughs> it's bullshit. So what are, we're talking about the auto show. Oh yeah, the auto show. The Simpsons. Otto show. Uh, this was a good episode, you guys. I yeah. like this episode. Yeah. Uh, pretty much, uh, Otto. Uh, you know, I think after high, like high, uh, highlighted and well, and no most known for the Spinal Tap appearance. For Absolutely. Sure. Well, so so yeah. I mean, it, it was a little bit of a, a weirdly paced episode. Is the first thing I've noticed, but that was because they wanted to do this Spinal Tap intro, which was a you know a solid third of the episode. Which again, like. That's going to be, I think, my both highlight and low light of this episode. I like that they did that, uh, but I think that it took away from... I don't know. I would have wished they would have found a way to, to do the Spinal Tap stuff without taking away from the episode. Kind I of. agree. You know, like maybe the if the Spinal Tap concert was like a cut back, like an AB, AB thing going on instead of like kind of a non sequitur. It is a weird transfer of energy because usually a big band comes to town in The Simpsons and that is the plot of the episode. Yeah. And this feels like we get hyped up on this energy and then, I mean, it makes sense that those things are adjacent to each other. Otto being a guy who likes rock and roll. And then this rock and roll band, but it's a weird transfer of energy to go from uh, doing a, a big band concert yeah. thing yeah, yeah, to yeah. just like, oh, auto can't drive. And anymore. so when is Spinal Tap? When did Spinal Tap really happen? 
Spinal Tap the movie came out that's mid like, 80s, like 84. Like 84 okay, like so so this is about eight years. I after mean, again, movie. like I like the context. I think the context is very important for comedy, and I think one of the things is all of the Spinal Tap tropes for us in 2020 have been beat to death forever. Yeah. Right. And I think that, you know, this by the nature of this show being the first really primetime cartoon. Uh, so this is probably the first time. I mean, this is definitely the first time we got a cartoon treatment for Spinal Tap. And you've yeah. got uh, a, a, a significant member of the Simpsons. Yes. Harry Shearer. Uh, team. Harry Shearer is a member of Spinal Tap. So it's an easy. It's an easy get. So you got Harry Shearer, Christopher Guest and uh, Michael McKean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I like that. I like that they, but again, I, I do, I do think that I would have liked it as a AB plot more than as a intro or whatever it was. Yeah. I didn't dig it the way they were. I like what they tried to do, which is, you know, I mean, I, it's like, it's a this thing. Is, this it's is a, Simpsons. Like this is like Simpsons pattern though is non sequitur opener yeah. into the story. I just feel like if you're going to do it that way, it should have been a shorter intro. But this, if you're yeah, going to do it the other way, then make it, give it its own episode. Uh, you know? I think that they, they may be over, because I said it was like eight minutes yeah. long. When in, it was in, a third of like the show. More, normal, than a, more than a third of the show. A normal episode, the the intro, the Spinal Tap bit would be Two minutes, much two, three smaller. minutes, yeah. It's wild. But, All three members of Spinal Tap were on SNL, so they... Harry Shearer was on from 79 to 80, very briefly, had a miserable time. And then they came back as a musical guest in 84 after Lorne Michaels had left. A musical guest. Musical guest. And Dick Ebersol, who was producing at the time, just invited them all to join the show. And two of them said yes. Michael McKean said no. And it was a bad experience. And then 10 years later, Michael McKean joined the show in 95. Really? How That's weird crazy. is that? That's very weird. Can you imagine, I don't know, Michael like McKean all three so of us talented. joining SNL at various different times. Different over the decades. Of Straight up different decades. I can. I can. We're gonna. <laughs> I, I can and we're gonna. We have to. I can and I can't believe it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm I mean, uh, you think Jim Carrey can do a better Biden than me? Who's, who's, who? Who's on this? Who's I can't on this believe trip? that they have not taken my audition where I play my character, the monk who is a gamer, uh, eight times for eight minutes, <laughs> over and over and over again. I can't it's believe. Infuriating. I can't believe that they uh, they haven't taken my uh, audition, which is Mo Biden, <laughs> the Three Stooges, Mo and Joe Biden as one character. I can't believe they haven't taken us doing uh, Gigi Fallon interviews, Donnie Knottsville. It's infuriating. <laughs> the Homerphilia thing. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely infuriating. When when we make that sketch of Gigi Fallon interviewing Donnie Knottsville, I really think that's going to be our thing. Like that's going to be the thing. I was trying to explain five G Allen. Gigi 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 Allen. I was trying to explain Donnie Knottsville to my mom. Gigi Allen, yeah. but he's uh, Gigi Allen, but he's just really excited about video gaming. Yeah, Gigi chat. Gigi's Allen. Gigi's Allen. Good games. Allen. Gigi Allen, but he's just a kid who doesn't know who Gigi Allen is, and his name's Allen, and he streams video games. Good game, Allen. Good game, Allen. <laughs> That's why I say to Alan Smock when he plays video games. Yeah. Gigi Allen. Yeah. Shout out Alan Smock. Shout out Alan Smock. Shout out Alan Smock. Shout out the Smockster. Smock and roll. I had a good app. It was fun. It was not the the jokes per minute was not as tight as maybe yeah. some of the ones. We've Honestly, seen lately, I'm gonna. We've ones. said it before, and we'll say it again. Uh, I'm gonna go with Millhouse stole the show. Uh, yeah, again. Millhouse rippers uh, in this one dude. showing again. up. With a cool ass leather jacket, no, no shirt, shirt in the back of the car, and being like, "This took me fifty thousand bazooka Joe rappers." Yeah. Um, so 
at this point, uh, three seasons in, there have not been an incredible amount of uh, tertiary character centric episodes. Right. We've had a couple here and there, like Krusty had an very episode. Very few tertiary carries. Yeah. Uh, Otto is a very weird one to do at this point. The fact that Millhouse's episode is next week. Yeah. <laughs> we got an we Otto episode not, well, first. We haven't had crazy, a Millhouse episode yet. We haven't had a Wiggum episode yet. We haven't had. Again, I think like. We haven't even really had a Otto was one of the first. Yet. Outside characters they've introduced from from again that from my perspective true. I've known Otto much more I've gotten much more Otto than I've got Wiggum I've gotten much more Otto yeah. than I've gotten Milhouse at this point because of you know what one but of those first so episodes is him driving around you know and that you know so he has a little bit of a, an I established can't. character and he's also he's an easy trope of kind of like the late twenty something stoner That's loser why slacker who's kind of at the point where he has to face the music a little bit That's you know? why it's a little confusing to me. That they that that he's the one that they pulled this quickly to do because they're they're going to have more and more and more episodes yeah. that are focused on characters that aren't from the family right. It's weird to me that he's one of the first ones they pulled from because he is very one note. Yeah, it'd be like really if Disco is. Stew was one of the first characters. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> you haven't even met Disco. Stew. No, but Disco also Stew. like uh, Disco Stew is Otto, but for Disco instead. I of I mean, metal. What, who have we had? We've had. Burns episodes. We've had some Skinner stuff. We've had Patty and Selma. We've had Burns heavy episodes. I don't know that we've we had haven't a really Burns had a episode. Burns forward yeah. episode. We've had we've had Homer episodes that are mostly that's true. That's true. In, in Burns' sphere, but we haven't really had a Burns first episode. Yeah, we haven't really had a Burns first episode. There's I guess. plenty of them. Yeah, we got a lot. They um, do almost one a season from here. I am. So yeah, it's just uh, uh, it's surprising to me to go back and look and to see yeah. Uh, uh, because yeah, he there's what what real growth are you gonna have uh, in a character that's just like a burnout? But, yeah, I mean, and they were, didn't we really don't want try. to see him grow. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to see him grow. I, they, I mean, they didn't really try much. It's like, can this in guy live in our base? Can this guy live in our basement? <laughs> this dude can shred a guitar, which is you know in- inherently a little dig at guitar. You know what I mean? Like they they know what they're doing oh, yeah. here. I, yeah. yeah, I just I I, I <laughs> we've talked about uh, Hollywood writers uh, uh, innate. Uh, disdain for the normal American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this doesn't, I, I mean, I, again, like it's tough now because we're at the point of um, comparing the Simpsons to the Simpsons being good. Yeah. So it's hard to say this, you know, it but it's crazy sometimes when I watch this show to remember that it is written by a bunch of spindly mathematicians. Yeah. Who are all like, Tiny little white who've guys had, with thick glasses. Who've all had golden lives and went to Harvard. And like, yeah. it's wild. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I, I'm blown away sometimes when I remember that this is not written by like boisterous, loud stand-ups or improv people. It's written by very quiet, like dorky. Yeah. Um, but I think it's one of the things that really gives it its characteristics. I think that they they capitalize on things that you would never expect, like like perfectly never, timed, like Maggie, like sucking noises, noises yeah, that man. are just like perfectly right there to make them, you know, it's they find ways to make these really short beats kind of awkward with like that, that you know, the, I noticed that today, Maggie noises. There are, the Simpsons is chock full of disgusting mouth noises. Yeah. The the characters eating, Maggie sucking, Homer belching. There's so much disgusting mouth work in this show yeah. and I love it all. I yeah, love it's great. Mouth work. But they I, I think that that's what sounds. I mean that's one of, I really think that's what lays the the foundation for the Simpsons to be great is cuz they 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 
you know, it almost feels like an equation in like comedic efficiency because we have the the visual gags, we have the signs that are brilliant, and, and you know, like we've seen when The Simpsons is hitting, it's hitting on on dialogue that? jokes, it's hitting on situational comedy, it's hitting oh, yeah. on on visual how gags. Think, how mean, long do you think they they let the the that auditory gag go where where Homer had tinnitus? I, I mean, honestly, that was so. It, it twenty felt, seconds. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't um, even think it was probably like in reality. It, was it felt like five so seconds. long, but it, it was such a great joke. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, so Homer's that's my taking, joke of the day for sure. The, Homer's taking Bart and Milhouse to the show, and and Marge is like, "Now remember when you and, and he's then she's then drowned out by like tinnitus ringing, and it goes on for what feels like forever." Yeah. And then Homer's like, "Yeah, I hear you." Yeah. <laughs> Is that your joke of the episode, Darren? Uh, That's one of them. I'm not gonna. uh, Well, are we doing? Yeah, we're at 57 minutes. We are. What? What flies? We were talking about a bunch of dumbass shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here we'll go. I'll go. I'm gonna go. Flies when you guys when you're being enormous assholes. You want me to? You want me to go with that? I can go with that one, or I can go with another one. Doesn't matter to me. Your choice. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I I love the moment of is Millhouse okay? And then Homer says I gotta go back, and then they cut to Millhouse yelling from under a pile of folding chairs. Uh, That is a perfect. That's a great joke. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great joke. Like the it's such a fucked up thought. Like we left my son's best friend behind and he's trapped under a bunch of folding chairs in an auditorium. It is a perfect Millhouse punctuation to a scene. Unbelievable. I I think it was that was probably my favorite joke too, to be honest with you. Mine is Bart begging Homer, you know, please can we have out of live here? And Homer's like, Okay, but I get to treat him like garbage. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. That's a great okay, moment because I, I feel like, like I would write that line. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Homer asks Bart at one time why he's not playing his guitar anymore, and Bart's like, "I'll be honest, I wasn't good at it immediately, so I quit." Good line. And this is another like go-to gag for The Simpsons is that Homer sends the absolute wrong message <laughs> to his children because he hears that and he he uses that as like a warm teaching moment. For Bart, like that's okay. So, like we're like in America, that's exactly what you, you like toss aside anything that yeah. you you don't show. Uh, that uh, he does that again and again. That was funny. There's a historic, uh, historically funny one where I don't remember the setup, but the end of the joke is the lesson is never try. Yes, yeah, that's and exactly that's like yeah. a, such a succinct description of what Homer yes. does. Uh, the, yeah, uh, he he put he sit at at one point he sits Bart and Lisa down. And he said, um, you put, yeah, you put all of your effort into something and you still failed. The lesson is kids never try. That's like, that's like prototypical Homer shit. Um, there was one mo. Oh, so, (laughs) Kurt, uh, uh, on the news, uh, Ken Brockman is talking about the, the spinal tap riot. And he's saying, this isn't inherently a heavy metal problem. Uh, there were riots outside of Mozart's Symphony Number no. Whatever, um, so and he, he's like <laughs> he's uh, editorializing on the news, and he said, "Is the answer to ban all music?" Sadly, this reporter thinks yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Kent Brockman. Kent Brockman. You have to ban all music. Especially because Kent Brockman, anytime we get a peek behind his life, he's like like a party guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a hot tub with babes partying. Yep. That's a great line. Uh, anybody changing the apps? I'm nah. not. I am not. I'm, where are we no. still at? Colonel Homer? Is that right? You guys are at Colonel Homer. Yes. I'm yeah. at Homer at the bat. 
Yeah, both. Yeah, leaps and bounds. I mean, I just yeah. I mean, it's self-explanatory. I think that again, this is uh, compared to you know, if this was season one or season two, this would be up there. Uh, oh, yeah. I think that they're getting there, but uh, you know, we don't know. I uh, you know, in my memory, I don't know that any of us will change in the next couple of weeks. But once we turn over to season four, I think it's going to be a pretty like a weekly occurrence that at least one of us is. Is flipping. Love a good weekly flipping. Yeah, dude. We yeah. we could weekly flip. Guys, I schedule got, a weekly uh, flip. You guys got any sponsors? Uh, geez, I I want to talk about my new pizza chain, which is Andy's Engine Pizza. Nice. Um, it's a pizza A-E-P. that you get, and it's cooked in Andy's Engine, but also maybe some squirrels ate it. Who knows? Hundred bucks a pizza. It's very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to uh thank our sponsor. Uncle Andy's uh, um, original recipe, uh, and is it just cocaine <laughs> in Coca-Cola that I mix in my bathtub? You're gonna have to buy a two liter to find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have there right is here, a pizza uh, place called Uncle Andy's Pizza. In oh really? Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. I have a. I don't have a, uh, a sponsorship here, but I do have a, uh, a message that we received uh, from an anonymous guest. Uh, free money, free money. We're giving away swag. Uh, if you want access to free money, please email devin.rosenai at gmail.com God and andy.a.reed at gmail.com. Uh, send us your name, your number, and a, a seductive picture of yourself, uh, and we will send you free money How and swag. are people going to guess my perfectly coded email, yeah, my first and last name at gmail.com? <laughs> uh, email dfshelto that's yeah, that's at gmail.com. Hell yeah, dude. What's you know what? Real friends knocks <laughs> yeah. each other. Yeah. That's my public facing email anyway. <laughs> you guys will never find my other email that is just Burt Reynolds at gmail.com. <laughs> or that is How other. Did you get his, there? His, his, his deep, deep dive is Randy QAnon. Uh, Randy QAnon. <laughs> Randy QAnon at gmail.com. <laughs> That should be in the Randy, somebody buy Randy, that domain. Randy somebody is, is, buy RandyQAnon.com. Randy QAnon would be an unstoppable Twitter handle. Yeah, that really would be. An no, unstoppable except, Twitter except, uh, uh, like, uh, QAnon Anonymous is a podcast reporting on QAnon stuff, and they got all of their Discord Shit servers scrubbed. banned because sure. just they're just. Like yeah, uh, social media apps are just banning anything with the and like rightfully so. But this Q- is gonna. I, uh, I'm dude, surprised they get, did not see that coming. Yeah, watch us get banned for talking about QAnon too much. Oh no, Randy no. If anything, Q-Man. we're gonna get banned for me talking shit about Peter Thiel last week. Good. <laughs> Why would you bring it up again? Because that guy's a piece of shit and he needs to go down. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, we will uh, We'll see you guys next week. Thanks We're again just to, from lack um, of interest. Thanks yeah. again to, to Mikey Brown for the theme song music. I'm doing my part to drum up some controversy to get people to listen to this dumb show. We you should guys should say more inflammatory stuff about some dipshits like Peter Thiel. Hell yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>